Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Maddie is because she was part of our February 29th, 2020, 12-hour live show. That was our last live show of 2020, and um, yeah, I'm catching up with most everyone that participated in that show. I think this is episode 13 of this series. Uh, There will be about 25 of them total, so we're about halfway through, and um it's a COVID check-in, and I, I, I liked uh, I like this conversation, and I think you will too. If you do like this conversation, please consider donating to our Patreon account. It's in this podcast description. It's on our About page. It's incredibly easy to find. Uh, we've been doing this for 13 years. There's over 700 shows, so if you want to go in a uh, podcast uh, downward spiral, you're in the right place. Here's the show. Have you moved since uh, the pandemic began? Um, I have not. No, I've been in the same place, but my our roommate is moving out. Are you are you looking forward to that? Is that weird? Are you going to replace them? <laughs> yeah. Uh so it's an interesting situation. Basically like we so I live with my boyfriend in a house, um and we have a roommate and the roommate is my boyfriend's best friend. Um And when COVID started, it was a real rough having three people in the house at all times. Um, And his best friend, our roommate, happens to also be uh, from a very wealthy family in the area. So basically, like, I was just unmanageable until he moved into his mom's mansion. Um, And he's been there ever since, but he's, like, officially moving out next in the next couple of weeks. Um, so it sounds like you're not the biggest fan of this gentleman. (laughs) Yeah, I, he's like, I, I don't know. He was fine before, uh, and then COVID happened and like, I used to not spend any time in my house. I mean, just like none at all. I mean, he's like a nice guy, but he's just like a dude. Like he just, he didn't, um, he like didn't understand that when he was being loud and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, dude, sure. Sure, he's me. But did he follow (laughs) COVID guidance? Did he wear a mask? Did he invite people that weren't supposed to be there over? How was he in terms of safety? Like safety stuff? Um, he He was okay. He was ordering like a lot of food, which I don't know if you remember at the beginning of COVID, it was kind of like, is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, are we allowed to eat food from other... So I was like very hard on him about that not really passive aggressively which he did not pick up on um i'm assuming your boyfriend knows your feelings obviously not obviously is it obvious yeah he my boyfriend said it was an absolute nightmare because it was basically like watching me very passive aggressively like through gestures and just the way that i like presented myself tried to tell this person (laughs) who doesn't like pick up on stuff like that, that I was very upset and just watching him kind of like go about his business. So it was, yeah, pretty upsetting for him also because it was his best friend. So are they still really good friends? Yeah, they're still really good friends. Um, They're like, they're like, you know what I mean? When you have like that friend friend, who's like going to be your friend no matter what, even if your girlfriend's kind of a bitch, like they're that kind of friends. How, how old are, (laughs) how old is your boyfriend? He is, it's Andrew Cook. Um, he is, <laughs> did you know that? Yeah, I think you kind of knew that. Uh, he is 
33, I want to say. Do you think it's too, that 33 is too old to be living with your best friend and your girlfriend in a sitcom type situation? <laughs> I definitely, I think it was too much. Um, yeah. Do you live, you don't live with a, you're like an adult. I am an adult with a wife and a child and okay. <laughs> I don't have a roommate. Okay. <laughs> and it, you know what? If you're an adult with a wife and a child and you have a roommate and you're listening to this, good for you. Good for you, not for yeah. me. We don't have to have the same life. Yeah, definitely. I we have think, a dog, so yo, it's like the same thing as a kid. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I think that <laughs> a roommate for a lot of the pandemic would have been a nice thing. Really? A hundred percent. What would you do with a roommate? Talk to someone that's an adult that isn't my wife. <laughs> what a drive-by on your wife. <laughs> no, not at all. It's just, and I th- I'm sure she'd feel the exact same way, but um, now it's different because it's nicer weather, so you could see people in a park yeah. and stuff. But um, yeah, that's the that was the biggest um, thing where I didn't even realize I was lacking social interaction until like a month ago, like how desperate I was because I didn't see people regularly pretty much since like a few weeks ago. And now, because it's nice out and my kid's finally in, like, a daycare type of situation, like, I'm forced to go out every day, not seeing the same, like, two, three, four-mile walking loop of parks and talking to no one other than my wife. So, it's very different. Oh, that's nice. Yes, I'm happy. Yeah, I can't shake Kate off of me, my uh, (laughs) mutual friend. Yeah, you guys kept doing the show. Um, do Do you think that was a good idea? Um, we did it like on Instagram for yeah. a bit. Uh, we did separately though, <laughs> but, um, I don't know why I'm like qualifying that, but basically like, uh, we stopped doing it cause it was like, it was fun when people had to be inside. So like people that were br- like, you couldn't go anywhere. And yeah. then as soon as things were like, oh, well you can kind of go out to eat. Then everybody was like, we don't need Instagram live. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess the show's over. <laughs> Are you looking forward to performing again or are you um are you like me and you're a little hesitant of the people that are like really excited to attend a comedy show at the, at the during a pandemic? Yeah, I I am nervous and excited. I'm like excited. I am hesitant. I was not one of the people who was like doing shows all summer and winter. Um I do like a Zoom show every week but i'm kind of like a co-host i'm not really like a uh yeah i'm not like doing comedy that much so i'm like nervous that i'm like not funny anymore but i'm also yeah i am i guess i am scared of people like what they're gonna be like after they're unleashed from their like houses yeah has has uh andrew's best friend seen you perform he has i don't think he has that's weird (laughs) why is that weird because that's your roommate yeah he's he's like i've only i think i only lived with him for like a year before covid that's a long time is it that's a long time dude i couldn't tell you like i literally couldn't tell you my roommate before him's name and i lived with her for a year yeah but that wasn't your partner's best friend that's true that's true that's true and my partner yeah I don't know how to refer to boyfriend, a girlfriend. What do you want me to call him? <laughs> I know that's funny. He, yeah, it, it is funny because it's like weird to say boyfriend after you've been with someone for like three years. Yeah. But it's also like partner sounds very like, I don't know, 
Also weird. Do either of you have health insurance through your employer? Yes, luckily. Do, do either of you use the other one's employer as their health insurance provider? No. Okay, then you're not partners. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. That's a very um, specific definition of what a partner is. Yeah, why not? You got to pick something here. Um, how are you feeling right now? You sound sort of positive. Uh, you know, that's weird. You're like the second person. Well, first off, I had therapy earlier today. So usually I'm like doing good. After yeah. I yeah, yeah. But I, I'm like, we're, I mean, we're lucky that we're like, okay. I mean, nothing like catastrophic happened, um, or like terrible to us. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I kind of settled into like slower life and then yeah. now everything's like opening up again so um that's a little jarring but i don't know if you remember last year when i did the show i was like deathly sick so, so you, this is basically... you were like the f- third or fourth person that day that was sick like, are you serious in order and there were like two or three more after you oh my gosh well, I, you, we're do, we're doing a show on February 29th. Um so it's like the part of winter no one likes and every like yeah. everyone's half the people are traveling from out of state and they're traveling like not luxuriously like they're on Megabus and Amtrak. So like yeah, of course we're all sick. Yeah. That's so funny cuz I remember making like a joke that was like, "Oh, don't worry, it's not COVID." Yeah. And then I was like touching the mic, which was just like, I mean, will never happen again. I will never be like sick on stage, like making jokes about like, I hope unlike, they don't get you sick. Unlike a performer who's currently doing shows in New York who knows they have COVID who is doing this. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like that's the thing. That's the thing. It's like, you're like, oh, I would never do that again. It's like, no, it's currently happening as we are talking right now. <laughs> this dude's at a mic that's illegal that no one cares about. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> You um, were not even close to the biggest risk in terms of getting others sick because a few hours before you, we had somebody that had gone straight from CPAC to the show, which turned out to be a super spreader event. And then today I found out my friend's, um, a, uh, my friend's friend and his father got COVID from that ev- event. And the, like the six year old was in a coma for like three months. Oh my gosh. Oh shit. So there you go. Okay, well, now I don't feel bad because there was a moment, like, probably a month after, all like, I did the show where I was like, I hope I didn't infect <laughs> Brandon <laughs> and his baby. <laughs> no, 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 like, no. I get enough to, like, worry about it for a second. I didn't, like, check in. But, oh, yeah, um, I appreciate it. This is the first time we've spoken since then. So it's cool of yeah. you to, um, one year and ten days later, to just be like, hey, I didn't give you a Rona, did I? <laughs> We're far enough out that I'm pretty sure you've recovered since you're talking to me. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a weird thing right now. I'm, I feel incredibly hopeful and good, but it's also, we're recording this for the listener home on Wednesday, March 10th. It's 7:30. So the recovery act has passed through the house and the Senate and it's going to be sent into law on Friday. And that alone is giving me like so much relief because a lot yeah. of, a lot of that money is going to go towards, um, people that work in industries who I am intimately familiar, including like bars and restaurants. So it looks really good and it's actually warm today. And like these little things are adding up where it does not feel like it felt a year ago. 
Definitely. No, definitely. I mean, yeah, it makes like all the difference. So what do you think is going to happen with you for the rest of the year? Um, <laughs> I just like, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I just like did a really loud swallow. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, that's kind of like the worst part of having anxiety and living during this time, I guess, is just like, I, th- I think stuff's going to open up soonish. And then I'll try to go back to doing um, mics and stuff in person. Um, I don't know. We ha- like it's it's weird to just like not. Yeah, I mean it's just part of life now. But like not know what what's gonna happen. I'm assuming that I'm just gonna like leave my house for a week, just sleep on the streets. <laughs> Where are uh, you living? Where's your house? Uh, Southwest DC. Okay. Yeah, so not in this area. I would like go somewhere cool, like Adams Morgan or something. Or <laughs> I like how you think. No, no offense to you, and I don't mean this as an insult to you, but every time people say stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, DC's not cool. It's never been cool. It's never going to be cool. Stop it. There's, there's no cool yeah. parts of DC. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I yeah, I like went to school here too, so I've just been here for like a really long time. So it's not like there's no there's no novelty left either. No, no. So. I'm incredibly <laughs> sick of where I live and it has nothing to do with where I live. I like where I live. It's it's nice, it, but it just I'm I don't want to ever see it again. And it's only because where, of the pandemic. Where is it? Technically it's like, Manor Park, but it's either the last block at Tacoma or the first block of um Brentwood or whatever it's called. Um so I'm in this weird it's not weird at all. It's very like neighborhoody. Um, yeah. and ton of families and it's great. And I'm completely sick of seeing like this beautiful high school that I've walked around like thousands of times. Yeah. I, f- I feel you on that. Tacoma so, Park's like very granola, right? Yeah. Tacoma Park, Maryland, a hundred percent, but we're technically in the last block. So if you're a real estate agent, you definitely say you're in Tacoma Park. But if you're anyone that lives in Tacoma Park, Maryland, you're like, you're not in Tacoma Park. Your area is poor. Shut up. <laughs> it's technically Manor Hill or Manor Park. They posted a feature about it like two weeks ago about like how it's a good place to raise kids. It's like, yeah, that's exactly why we live here. <laughs> you're like, why are you telling me this? I already know this. Yeah. No, you're not. This is not news. And I understand you got to fill inches and I get it. So good for you. Um, yeah. Are are you did the the did your anxiety help you in the pandemic? Because I've spoken with a lot of people um, throughout this, and it seems like anxiety might have actually been one of the better coping mechanisms. Interesting, um, like coping is in like you just kind of get overwhelmed, and then you don't leave your house. Kind of sort of. Well, there's, it's sort of like um, a mixture of like then anxiety has proven me right. And now I will be safe from the virus because I have already been too anxious to do risky behaviors in one way. And the other one was just being like, Oh, I've already felt like this my entire life. Now the world is just catching up. Oh, okay. Um, the first one that example that you've said, I have never thought of that and that will haunt me. But the (laughs) second one, (laughs) you're like, have you ever thought that uh, all the weird things you do might be the way that you keep yourself safe and maybe that's what you should keep doing for the rest of your life? Um, No, I'm just kidding. But uh, the second one, definitely like, yeah, I guess like fight or flight, right? Like if you are used to being in in that mode and then something happens, you're like, this is normal. (laughs) This is every day for me. Um, yeah, I guess like 
mostly TV is the only thing that's like helped me <laughs> through COVID. So what have you been enjoying? What has helped you? Um, <clears throat> I watched everything. I mean, I've also never, I am, I don't know what was my problem in high school, but I thought I was like too cool to watch classic movies. So up until before COVID, I'd like never seen most uh, classic movies. What's a classic <laughs> so, movie? Like, I'd never seen The Godfather. I'd never seen Jaws. Mm -hmm. I'd never seen Casablanca. I'd never seen... Um, I'm trying to think, like, what else? No, no, like, that's great. I was just wondering if you were referring to, like, 10 Things I Hate About You as a classic movie or something like that. No, 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 no. Okay. I've seen 10 Things I Hate About You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not knocking 10 Things I Hate About You. It's a very good film. Seriously. Yeah. I No, I, like, had never seen... We went on, like, a... 100 top films list or something and like started going through it and watching uh still haven't seen the godfather part two because i don't know apparently i'm supposed to like emotionally prepare for that but uh yeah i am kind of jealous of that because to me that sounds like someone that doesn't have an infant <laughs> and yeah. um i would have loved to have done that but and, and in a weird way i could have it's just i wouldn't i would have been able to the majority of nights I wouldn't be able to finish any of the films and then it. breaking it up in two. And also you're just like, I'm so tired. I can't do this. Yeah. I have a, I have a friend that has watched like the most amount of movies he's ever seen in 2020. He's got a kid and I, I literally don't know how he does it. I mean, I assume it's similar to having a dog like I have, but yeah, I could, I could definitely see it being hard. Yep. Keep bringing that up. So how is the dog? <laughs> <laughs> I just like yeah um no I can there's like so much time that you have to spend with a baby that's like one of the things that's like I don't know if I can have a baby because I spend so much time on myself well that's the thing if you if the baby is going to a place or something's coming over to deal with the baby then you have the time um with the baby. <laughs> I have I've done more shows than I've ever done in the last 12 months because I went from like having a full-time job to like this is now my full-time job right so I nice. released 173 episodes in 2020 and oh, I'm, and recently it's been five a week and I'm recording all of these when he's during those three hours, he's not here at the house or he's sleeping, which is now and I'm very tired and it's probably audible and then occasionally during his nap and I've probably recorded 50 episodes during his nap where I've had to like instantly cut it off because like he's now awake and that's how that goes. Oh, wow. I don't know a lot of thing. I wasn't. I wasn't saying like what was me. I was just like explaining how yeah, there you, you just got to deal with a, a thing that could barely do anything. Yeah, and, uh, I. It's that sounds miserable. <laughs> it's miserable, but also especially during the pandemic. Um, yeah. It it really it doesn't allow you to like go into certain spirals. Is it like worth it? Like just between us, yeah, like, for, sure. Worth for, it? Sure. Like, for sure, for sure, for sure. I I wanted to have a kid for a long time, and the only thing that I would have changed is not having a kid during a cold pandemic. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah, for sure. No, he's, he's great. I have zero complaints about the actual process of it. It's just so many things were derailed, obviously, and um, you didn't feel like you could tell anybody because it's the standard like, oh, I feel lucky because I'm not dead. You know? Yeah. But also, you don't want to be the guy that was like, oh, the fucking kid, because all of the problems, all the real problems were because of COVID. 
Yeah. So that's I'm, interesting. Yeah, like paternity leave was awesome, but then paternity leave got turned into COVID leave, and um, <laughs> he was supposed to start daycare April first, twenty twenty. That clearly did not happen. And oh my god. So that's the that's the shift. So there was never that release valve that was supposed to be there. And there was a date, and it was set, and it would have been better for his socialization and my sanity and his mother's sanity. But like, we can't complain because he's healthy and neither of us have COVID. So yeah. What are we doing? I don't know. Is is a socialization thing? Like, is that going to be a problem of like, they socialize with you though. Right. Or are there like already studies about this? Yeah. But you, him seeing other kids is like really what does it. And I'm, I'll, I'll explain it in terms of, you'll understand. It's like, if you're an open micer, you're going to see so (laughs) many horrible open micers and you're gonna be like, I shouldn't do that. And that's yeah. super important stuff to see and to learn. It's not necessarily always about trying out stuff. It's also about seeing stuff that works and doesn't work. And it's the exact same thing with a baby. So what I'm saying is the thing that you pursue for art and for joy is really not that complicated because a toddler does it every single day of their life. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's really funny. I mean, I haven't pursued it in a year, so that really didn't cut deep. (laughs) I have yet to do, I have yet to want to watch any Zoom shows. Um, If you weren't a stand up, would you have watched any Zoom shows? Okay, so this is interesting because I would, but that's only because I was watching them for a period when I wasn't even on the show and then, yeah. And then I started being a part of them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will like, it's very weird and I like them personally, but that's also because like, I don't know if I didn't. Yeah. I don't know. They're just like, it's just weird. It's fun to see stuff that's going on live. And if you're like a person that craves that, then zoom like scratches that itch on some level. They're obviously not as good as like in-person shows. Yeah. I'm I'm really glad that that they exist, and I, I say that with all sincerity. And I'm glad that you find enjoyment out of them. Um, I clearly have been craving that community, but I just I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. It might be a generational thing. I think the few years difference between us is large enough for like seeing yourself on the screen watching something feels off and wrong. Interesting. And I don't know if yeah, I don't know if that's just because I didn't grow up with it or because I just don't like it. Period. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you get like, you definitely get fatigued, which is like the worst part. Like my, I felt my eyes like unfocusing towards the end of a show yeah. the other week. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah, that's not good. But it's good that you have that sense of community. Yeah. That's the whole point oh, of doing definitely. any of this, I think, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it. like, I think definitely I've become closer with comics who I would have considered my friend before, but... Um, now I definitely consider my friend, which is because also we don't have like a competition element anymore, Mm. (laughs) which sounds very weird, but, um, that was like a big part of, I mean, you'd only see them kind of at places where someone has a spot and they'll be talking about other spots. And now it's like, everything's kind of even, I guess. That's an interesting, yeah. Um, have you noticed that some people are better on zoom than they are live or, um, I don't mean to frame it in a negative, so maybe... Is there anyone yeah. that's thriving in Zoom shows that you've seen? Okay. 
This is very interesting because I've actually talked to Sean about this and like, <clears throat> sorry, uh, people that you don't expect to be good on Zoom will like crush it. I mean, generally people who are very good are also good on Zoom. Like people who are like very, very good. Sure. Um, but, sorry, hold on one second. <clears throat> but um, this is like the longest I've talked in a long time. Um, <laughs> not to myself, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but like, yeah, there are some, there's some comics that like I did not expect to be good who were good on Zoom. And most of it is just like, do you have the confidence to colloquially talk into a void? And okay. not many comics have that confidence, but some do. Does anybody create show specific material and sets? Uh, sort of like some people have started, like they'll put videos together or they'll kind of do like the, like a PowerPoint or something, um, which works really well on zoom or like have like a fun background. And then like after Trump went, got COVID, um, Benji Himmelfarb is like a really good comic. He did a set where he had like Walter Reed behind him. And then he like was a reporter reporting on Trump being in the hospital. Um, so you can you can kind of like have fun with it in terms of like the backgrounds and stuff, but yeah, that doesn't sound fun to me. Really? No. It's kind of like it's like, uh, yeah, I guess. No, no, no. I'm not have... trying to. I'm not trying to negate the idea. Um, a uh, wonderful show out of Chicago. His name is Scott Smith. Does it, and uh, he's the host. So like, he's doing the similar Zoom background thing, but maybe the the zoom background thing just bums me out and that's why i don't like it because it's just a reminder <laughs> yeah. where if like i get to see your actual living room i'm like oh that's interesting yeah that's that's interesting yeah i could see that i mean i definitely like seeing inside of people's houses because i'm nosy so yeah i think that's it i think i feel i feel like slightly less weird slightly like we're staging a bad version of a high school show yeah and i'm I, when i i'm not trying yeah, to shit on what you're doing i'm so sorry no, no, I did not take it that way. Again, sure. I'm very, I'm zen uh, about <laughs> where my career is going in a stand-up comic. No, I'm just kidding, but um, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I mean, it, it's like, it's like hard. It's also hard just to like look at Zoom. Like I'm definitely, there was a point right before they announced like the Johnson & Johnson vaccine where it really seemed like it was just going to go on forever still that uh, I like, I had like a, like tantrum, like a two-year-old tantrum, which was just like, I don't want to look at computer screens anymore. I don't want to look at computer screens. I don't want to look at TV screens. I don't want to look at my Nintendo Switch, but which I'm now into because I'm regressing. What are you enjoying on the Switch? <laughs> um, I play Mario Kart. I was playing um, Animal Crossing when that was like the thing to do because Kate bought it for me, but then she kept showing up in my island. So So, um, maybe, yeah, we don't have, I don't have a Switch here, but I have an old school Nintendo. So um, what we did sort of towards the start of the pandemic was we bought a pro- we bought a projector screen because we already had a projector because okay. we used to watch Drag Race on the roof of our old place, but we couldn't do that oh, here. So cool. And we didn't really need to use it here until the pandemic hit. So um, 
the only we, we only have like ten games, but one of them we have is Mario Kart. And the difference between Mario Kart like one for the Super NES and the current Mario Kart isn't that dissimilar. So and so like the, <laughs> the the level of joy is is equal, and it's relative. And you could easily do six feet apart, and it's outside. So like I'm very much looking forward to like using that thing again in like May. So even nice. after we're all vaccinated, like there's a lot of behaviors in theory, fun behaviors that I'm going to keep. Is there anything that's been not necessarily good, but something that you'll continue once you're vaccinated? Um, well, my therapist would push me to say meditating, but probably like I do, I do really like walking and I do walk a lot and I have like actually lost a lot of weight and like gotten healthy over this time. So I'm going to try to continue to like, actually exercise every day or like whatever just like walk for a while that's great I think that's yeah what kind of meditation do you do i do uh i just use like the mindful app i'm not i took a meditation class in college that didn't teach me anything but i have done like the different type have you ever done okay sorry i got really excited but have you ever done the one where you're like trying to figure out if you have a past life no have you ever done stuff like that okay no you didn't seem like the type <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking uh, for advice on that. I did do one that was online and I swear to God I did it. And uh you have to like think of like where you are because I don't know, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how like definitely people had past lives and I was like, I wanna check this out. And so I did it and it I like I followed the whole thing and I like saw stuff like where it was like me, but I was wearing like and like an ancient kind of like robe. And then they were like, what time period are you in? And it just like comes to mind. And I set a time period and it matched what I was wearing when I Googled it later. So I was like, okay, I think that this might be real. Having people like you in my life is a good valuable teaching lesson <laughs> for my son. And I want to say thank you for being you. <laughs> How is that a teaching lesson? Just like, don't be like this lady. Not necessarily, but okay, let's see. He, he hears that and he goes, is that true? I go, well, let's break this down, son. How do you think she got here? And then we would do that. <laughs> do you think that maybe she's been inside for a year? <laughs> <laughs> this this pre I'm assuming this predates this. You, this predates you being inside for a year. No, this, does, this honestly does not. Okay. I did not have time for this, at least before. <laughs> And then during pandemic, I was like, what if I got like a little weirder? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Just, hey, here's here's the most important part. Did it make you happier? Not really. No. Well, I mean, it got me excited. That's that's a positive emotion. <laughs> Excitement's a positive. Did it did it hurt you in any way? Um, it hurt when I told my boyfriend about it and he basically like was like, please don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He was like, he didn't say don't do that, but he was basically like, that's bullshit. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll just like keep this to myself next time. That's a horrible way to live. I was going to say, <laughs> do you, do you believe that perception is reality? Y yes. Well then, then it's true. So who cares? Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. It yeah, doesn't hurt I'll anybody. It doesn't hurt anybody. It brings you excitement. And if you want to believe it, awesome. Good for you. That's great. If you're going to like base decisions around it that might hurt you in any way, then it's different. But if it just brings you excitement and doesn't hurt anybody, fuck yeah, do it. Yeah. It sounds like you're putting like a warning on this episode. No, never. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my ethos. Like, <laughs> no, my ethos for everything is like, why are you doing what you're doing? 
That's interesting. And if you know why you're doing it, it doesn't hurt anybody, and it brings you a positive emotion, you should totally continue doing it. <laughs> like, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> That's so funny because I rarely ask myself that question. Usually oh, really? I'm just something and i'm like why am i doing this <laughs> you would think that i would not eat like certain foods because of that but if anything i'm like like no no no. i know this hot dog is, is bad for me but it's worth it because the cost benefit analysis says if i don't eat x amount of hot dogs it's fine <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> it's not like i'm pure in any way it's just like i i, I regulate the amount of garbage where it's just like a slightly too much level interesting interesting this, you should like be a guru or something or like a Nope, those are see those are bad. Those are bad people. <laughs> You're like, oh, please don't join a cult. No, those are the those are the bad people. Don't do that. <laughs> They're intentionally hurting people. Those are bad. Yeah. That that makes sense based off of all the documentaries I've watched on Netflix. <laughs> um I hope you do continue the meditation. If, if anything, it, it, I don't know if this is odd, but I went from meditating most every day to not meditating at all once I got on paternity leave. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, because I don't know why. I just, I was doing it very religiously and then it just went away. And I think it's because like there's no commute. There's no separation between home and anything else. And every minute that he was not awake, I was doing stuff re- revolving around him or I was just tired. Oh, okay. And okay. it's not and it's not a cop-out. Like, I know I would have been less tired if I had done it. So, if anything, it's just a reminder to uh, do the thing you know is good for you. Yeah. Do you, so, you, did, you find that it is good for you? Because my therapist was saying, she was like, you know, there's like science behind this yeah. that you should keep doing this. 100%. And even if you can't do it the right way, you get back to the point where you realize there's no right way as long as you're doing it. It's not a bad thing. Interesting. Is okay, it's... well, you and Jill win, so. <laughs> How old is Jill? She is, I actually don't know. She's like one of those people that is really attractive and you can't tell their age. Like she might be like 45. Maybe. Okay. So she's a, she's like at least a decade older than you. Yeah, for no, for sure. I would I had a very and I still have a very specific type of therapist that I always want, which is like 2 to 4 years older than me with a kid, preferably married, has to be a woman. And, and like and that really narrows it down, but I had one of those for years and it was the best therapist I could ever like want because it was someone that was like recently had gone through what I was hoping to go through, but also understood all of the generational garbage that you don't need to explain to someone if they're in the same generation as you. Yeah. And Interesting. yeah. And I, and I miss that. And if, if anything, like it really, maybe I'm screwing myself over. Maybe I should be looking for the opposite, not someone as close to me as possible, but yeah, I don't yeah. know why that's important to me, but it is. That's so, I go for like the exact opposite. Like I had a therapist who was, probably like in his sixties and he was like weathered. And at one point he was like, don't, don't talk to me like that. I'm not your dad. And I was like, Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember what you were talking about? I don't. I think I got like, I got like snippy with him. Like he said something to me and I was like, I was like upset kind of. And he was like, I'm not your father. I was like, wow. Okay. Wow. That's fucked up. It's interesting. I could, (laughs) 
I say I could never, um, but I, I don't want a male therapist because I'm very confrontational with other males. Oh, <laughs> the way you said that was very like, like you're a zoo animal or yeah, something. Yeah, it's very much like that, especially if it's an older guy. Like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a good sign. It's not a good feeling That's either. <laughs> Yet, like, my heroes happen. Whatever, fuck it. Um, <laughs> I hope you maintain this attitude. If you want to maintain this attitude. Yeah. I, I hope that there are some things that I continue to do and that I don't just let my life completely uh, unravel under the pressure of everything. Happening. Yeah. That's a, that's, do you think more lives will unravel once there's herd immunity because it'll feel like handcuffs have been taken off? Or do you think that maybe that's never going to happen? Not never, but that's unlikely to happen because the people that were already living a risky life, probably never cared about the pandemic. I'm just, I'm throwing ideas out. I don't yeah. know, obviously. I think that there's going to be a moment where people unravel a bit because I think that a lot of us are like in coping. Yeah, that's a good now. point. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. But well, that'll I be think- a fun, maybe you guys, you, you and all the other DC comics could have like a fun uh, squares type of game of who, whose life unfolds. <laughs> yeah, uh, we do that j- usually now. Yeah, <laughs> comics, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> are we just seeing how long before I stop laughing? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's, right. That's interesting. Do you think you and I will be? <sighs> Every hour, there seems to be more good news. And I, and I say that like I'm complaining, but I'm really not. Um, do you yeah. think you and I will be in the same room in 2021? Yes. Yeah, so do I. I think when I started doing this, these like two weeks ago, when I started catching up with everybody, I think the answer was like maybe. But I think every single day there's more good news. In the last hour, they said everyone in Utah, as of April 1st, can get the vaccine, whoever, no qualifying anything. Oh wow! So like it's, I feel like it's a matter of time. Yeah, it's it's weird, right? Like it's like what we've been waiting for, but it's also like terrifying. <laughs> yeah. See, maybe it's not terrifying to me. <laughs> That's not terrifying at all. Yeah. Well, I'm I, so- sorry, it's terrifying for you. It's not. It's not like it's. I want to clarify because I understand that it's like um, it's also privileged, but it's it's not terrifying, but it's just like. It's, I feel like I'm not great with change. So it's like, mm. I feel like I kind of, I kind of just settled into this life of being like, stop expecting that things are going to be good and happen. <laughs> Hold on. Did you expect things to be good before the pandemic? No. So how has no. anything changed? It got like, but the, the, like the huge slap in my face though, was like, I, things started getting really bad. And I was like, oh, you thought things were bad before. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. But you, you thought, like, you could go outside and do things and see people. Because I'm also, like, I rely heavily on, like, I'm an extrovert. So um, that's also, like, another thing. But, um, yeah, I just think, I think I, like, it, yeah. I just realized that it it was, I was just kind of being whiny before and I should have just figured <laughs> it out. <laughs> do you yeah. think... Do you think do you think Kate and you um will bring the show back as soon as possible when it's still risky or do you not want to do the show anymore? Okay, this is interesting. We're going to bring the show back, but 
I used to get so crazy before those shows and uh, I'm going to try to not do that this time. (laughs) So uh, crazy is in like, I'm like a type A personality. I get like really controlling and I get really anxious that like the show is not going to be good or that people aren't going to be there. And I'm trying to like, let that go um, this time around. Uh, But we'll see. Like, I don't even know if people are going to want to come. Like, I'm sure people will want to come at first to our show, but I don't, I don't even know, like, is Wonderland's good, right? No, Wonderland's definitely good. Yeah, Wonderland's good because they own the address, like, they own the building. Nice. And so they've been open pretty much whenever they were legally allowed to, but clearly, not clearly, just outside. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So that's still the situation. Wonderland is still uh, open. The inside is still closed. Got it. Yeah. Hopefully they'll have us back. <laughs> I think everyone's coming back because yeah. I think I think it's I think there's going to be a Roaring Twenty situation, and for better or worse. Um, oh really? Oh god, yeah. I I I also think that brunch is going to be fucking huge. Yeah. And I don't know if that's good or bad for you, but you're, <laughs> you're it is a brunch show, right? Yeah. Um. It, yeah, it's a brunch show. It's funny because we like. I don't really like brunch that much, um, but I like our show. Yeah, but no, I, I know it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. I just like, yeah, my, I like my stomach just started hurting thinking about people going like hard at our brunch. It's gonna happen. I mean, how if also <laughs> if you're doing a brunch anything and you're out, you're going fucking hard now. Yeah, there's no yeah. excuse. Oh boy. Ugh. Well, good luck. Oh, no. So if anything, you might have a different type of pandemic coming. Yeah, yeah, just like women drunk, like calling their boyfriends while people are on stage. Do you think there's a high likelihood of your future former roommate accidentally going to your brunch show not knowing it's you because their new girlfriend dragged them along? No, because he is moving to New York. All right, well, I thought I had a nice way to tie this up, but... I know. I'm sorry. I haven't done like I haven't like done any. I haven't interacted with people so long that I was just like I'm like I'm going to answer this matter of factly and not in a way. That Fine. <laughs> what borough? Where is he living? What's he going to do? Um, do I you want to no say idea. what rich family he's from? No, I don't even know. Like, I haven't even inquired <laughs> into that. Do you not know his last name, or are you lying? Um, I, so his, like, it's not that he's like a Kennedy or something. Like, I don't, I don't think his last name is like, I don't think you could like Google him or his family. Okay. As soon as I'm going to hit stop right now, just so I could Google him and his family. (laughs) Okay. You, me, them, everybody is made by me, Brandon Weatherby. Our theme music is by Daniel Knox. Our art is by Jillian Ron. You can hear all 13 years of shows at you, me, them, everybody.com. If you're listening to this in Spotify or on iTunes, the last year of episodes are available uh, with some sprinklings of the other ones. If you want the rest of the catalog, which features over 700 episodes, you, me, them, everybody.com. Our Patreon page is on our about page. It's all there. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff at sign YMTE. Thanks for listening. I'll hug the places that you've been sleeping, friends and 